0: Hi. <laughs> How are we? We're back again. Oh God, again?
1: I can- and it's a whole
0: new month. A whole new month.
1: Happy April, my birthday month. <sighs> so I can be a complete fucking monster between now until April 30th. Aren't you excited?
0: Oh, well, if you're going to do that, then get ready for June, baby, because I will give it back to you tenfold.
1: <laughs> I feel like you are more specifically like... I only celebrate my birthday on my birthday. Absolutely. In which, if anyone wants to celebrate me between now and like May 30th, I'm open. No,
0: because you know I'm very detail-oriented. It's true. And so I don't like people just to celebrate random vagueness about me. I love for them to be like, Matt Steele, you were born June 19th. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, thank you for noticing and caring to get that detail. I just
1: think it's brazen to be like, I will not be celebrating over the weekend. And this Mm-mm. is the day. It's a Wednesday. If you need to go all the way across town to see me, you will do it. Well, see you then. Well,
0: guess what? Now it's a national holiday and a lot of people have off. So all of you listening have no excuse. I want you all to. In, in, At in my fairness, birthday party. that National
1: Holiday has more to do with me than you, but we can go on. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, I'm sometimes just...
0: it's Father's Day, and you know I'm also a daddy, so uh, maybe it has
1: more to do with me. I think the men that are into you are not thinking of you as a daddy, <laughs> but you know what? I don't know. I don't know that life, so if you're into Matt Steele and you consider him a daddy, more power to you. <laughs> This episode of Two Gay Mats is brought to you by Skillshare. We all know I love nothing more than a day job where I can close my computer right at 6 p.m. and focus on my passion projects like Two Gay Mats and Matt Palmer Music, the good parts available now. Ever since we started doing things like live streams and actually posting to TikTok, I've wanted to sharpen my skills in those areas and Skillshare is the best place to do just that. With Skillshare, I'm excited to learn more about film and video, about Photoshop, about marketing, which I am famously terrible at. And I'm excited to learn from creators and professionals who are actually masters of it. So if you're one of the first 1000 people to click the link in the episode description, you can sign up for Skillshare and get your first month completely free. So why wait? Click the link in the episode description and sign up for Skillshare today.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Gay Matts, the podcast. It is Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And we, as you said, are into your birthday month. I can't April, believe it. April, April. April, indeed. They Ugh. say
1: that there are April showers that bring May flowers, but we as LA folks, I feel like have had enough rain for the whole fucking year. Like, and I realize there are people that are listening to this that aren't in LA that are like, you are a whiny little bitch. And maybe you're right, but I'm done. We're I done. don't need any more rain. I just took the cover off of our outdoor furniture, and I want to keep that cover off. If I have to recover those fucking table and chairs again this fucking month, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow a gasket.
0: Well, girl, that's what you get for being an adult and owning adult things. I
1: mean, I do love, but I love sitting out there. Even though I sit out there more in theory than I do in practice, like I'm always looking out and be like, oh. It'll be nice to sit out there. I'm always inside.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: So Matt Steele.
0: Yes. How was your week? My week was good. You know, I worked a little. I did a little bit of like extra work for like Mm. the two gay Matt's thing. Like I'm trying to create like a a pitch deck for us so we can like send it off to people to be like, hey, don't you want to like... like BR like representation (laughs) like you know stuff like that um and also I uh hung out with our good friend Ryan (gasps) how is Ryan director of Devo's the movie available now and director of uh all of Matt Palmer's music videos not all but many. many many and uh and so it was great we saw another comedy show
1: Oh, what at show? UCB.
0: What show did you say? It see? was just a random, like, there were a bunch of, like, stand-up oh. uh, people in it. And it was really good. It was really fun. And I was like, wow, I never thought I would be at UCB two nights in a week.
1: I was going to say, it's like you're a UCB regular.
0: I really am. How is he doing? Oh, Ryan's great. He's wonderful. He's still uh, you know, keeping me abreast, you know, about his kids and everything. Yeah. So we scan Ryan. We do. And I yeah. need to
1: send him uh, Broken Hearts Club, actually. See if he has any ideas. Okay. So uh, that's a good reminder to myself. Uh, any other big things happen to you this week? Uh, no. God. No. Oh, God. I'm a loser. Well, go, go it happens. It. You know, uh, so this past weekend has been good and kind of busy for me. Friday less so. Uh, I just stayed in with Jackson and we played a little bit more of Zelda, which we've been playing the old uh Zelda, ooh, I forget the name of it, but it's an old one that got ported over from a Game Boy and we're like, most of the way through it, we're collecting instruments. When you beat a dungeon, you get a new instrument after every one. And I'm like, ooh. loving all those instruments. Okay. Um, and then Saturday, uh, we were celebrating a friend's birthday and went and had a steak dinner there uh, with them to celebrate them. Uh, and then today, we actually went back to his old high school because they hadn't been in a long time and wanted to show me the high school. Aww. And also he wanted us to go see, uh, they had a musical that was playing. And so I saw high school kids performing something rotten oh, at like 2pm today and I was like wow well, and I was just like oh I remember being in high school and being in musicals and being so angry <laughs> about the parts that I didn't get but I gotta tell you it, he went to an all boys high school and uh, they had to like obviously for the lady roles go to other high schools in the area mm-hmm. I assume if you are like going to be a girl performing at uh, boys high school you probably are very good at your what you do and sure. like There were these two girls, both of whom were sophomores, that were singing their fucking faces off. And I was like, who is that? I was like, can I email one of this girl's high definition? Because it's like, I have a song for you. If you'd like to be a pop star, young lady, because you have the chops for it, I have a song for you. Girl,
0: do it. Let's go. Because that song is a classic and iconic in every single
1: way. She was the character of B. Do you remember B from... Have you seen Something wrong? I've never seen Something wrong. Oh, it's cute. It's cute. And uh, she had a lot of great moments and just like, what a vocalist.
0: Okay. Well, guys, if you are like Matt Palmer and had a horrible time in their high school musical experience, (laughs) then you should stream Devo's, my movie available now. Yes. All about being angry and in your high
1: school musical. Exactly. When you've been wronged by high school musical theater, Devo's is the bomb, I feel. I've never really been wronged by high school theater. I know, but that's why you made the movie for those of us that were wrong. I
0: I made it for all of you. Exactly. I'm so selfless.
1: So, oh my gosh, Mother Teresa. Um, Also, speaking of Patreon and other things, this week was the end of March Madness as was the end of March itself. And so we had a, a poll going on our Patreon where we had all voted on like a top eight great albums that we had to choose one to represent all of us and the results are in.
0: Yeah guys this was hard coming up with these eight nominees because it had to be an album that we all agreed was good.
1: Exactly and so whenever an album was mentioned in the discord that someone was like I don't think that's good enough to be on the list it got noped right out of the opportunity. And guys
0: truly incredible iconic albums were noped by certain people who (laughs) shall remain nameless.
1: (laughs) Absolutely so just so we all know the, the five that did not get enough votes to be in the top three. The Emancipation of Mimi Mariah Carey, Parade, Original Broadway Cast Recording, Jack, Little Pill, The Velvet Rope, uh, and The Fame Monster. Fame Monster was close. Very close. I think it was number four in the ranking. Number three. Mm-hmm. Was Taylor Swift "Speak Now," which if we had not had like ordered ranking like that, if everyone just had to pick their favorite, it would have won.
0: Oh, did it get the 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 first initial like number one votes? It did. Wow, ranked choice voting is a wild ride, guys. Exactly.
1: So that was close. Uh, number two in the ranked choice vote voting at the end of the rounds, "Body Talk" by Robin. Yes. Which when it came up, and I feel like it didn't come up until very late in the game. I was like, "This is a dark horse. Like, this is something that really could beat a lot of our nominees." And it was just like, I don't know what's going to beat this. And so I'm not surprised that it got number two because it's just such an excellent album and has such mass appeal. You know what I mean? Uh, And then the winner after all six of the round, uh, Lemonade by Beyonce. I mean, it's being mentioned in the chat right now, but there was a moment near the end of voting where... It seemed like there were some people double voting. I won't name any (laughs) names, but they know who they are. (laughs) But all of a sudden, the day before this... poll has wrapped up, we're getting a million votes for Robin. <laughs> a million votes for Body Talk. And so as you, luckily the website we were using had a like, oh, if you think this is a faulty vote, just delete the double counted votes you think. And then Lemonade Nade was back at number
0: one. Okay, so some people noped some great albums, but we noped some votes. We
1: did noped some votes. We yeah. noped the, the cheating votes, which I think is what we should be doing. You
0: gotta, you gotta nope the cheating votes, guys. And yeah.
1: one last thing about voting, just so you know, if you listen to this, Spotify, uh, and to this podcast on Spotify, I try to put up polls every single week. Week, just about what we talk about, and um, last week, what did I ask? I asked, um, "When do you think Kelly Clarkson's album is going to be released?" Most people said May or June, but we got a lot of votes for July, which really worries me. Uh, a few a week ago, I asked, "What do you think of Olivia?" Rodrigo's album Sour there were three votes for Indisputable Classic but many more votes for a very good debut album which I think is right and then one uh, poll that I put up I think you'd be interested in the results who should have won Best Supporting Actress wow there were nine votes for Jamie Lee Curtis six votes for Stephanie Sue, no votes for Hong Chow no votes for Carrie Condon and 15 votes for Angela Bassett so. Okay,
0: well, if Dali DeLeon was on there, oh, then,
1: you know. Things would have been different. Things would have been
0: different. So, yes, guys.
1: everyone go to Spotify and listen to the podcast. And if you go there, you'll find a place to, you know, make your voice heard. I just love interacting with the people. We support
0: voting on Two games. We mats.
1: do. We love voting here yes. on Two game Mats. And so if you want to throw your hat in the ring, do it on Spotify. And you know
0: what great things happen when you vote? Hmm. Lemonade wins something. Yeah. <laughs> Those Grammy voters, not yes. enough of them voted. It's and, true. And we all know what happened with Lemonade because not enough people voted. It's not enough th- of the right people voted. <laughs> it's
1: true. It's true. And, yes. you know... I'm it, glad
0: Lemonade finally won something.
1: I, and it deserved. It deserved all the awards, but oh, we'll take this.
0: One day, the two gay mats, like, voting whatever, will <laughs> will be, like, more lauded than the Grammy awards. I mean, I'm sure of this. The we the got gra- to build
1: the empire. The Grammys are becoming less and less relevant by the minute. And so, we are becoming
0: more... Hello?
1: Oh, I mean, guys. I it happens. So... Speaking of voting oh. and fraud and going to jail, <laughs> former President Donald Trump has been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. It's happening. There was talk. I feel like a week or two ago we were saying this is supposed to happen in within the week. He said it was going to happen. He said it was going to happen on Truth Social or wherever the fuck he you know lives these days. But it's happened. It is he is the first former president to ever be indicted of a crime. I can't believe Stormy Daniels is the reason that this man will be arrested. It's like I would love a perp walk. I would love a mugshot. Like I would love a live stream court case. Like I want to see this man suffer.
0: Apparently in New York there's a law that like court cases can't be I live heard. That. So we're not gonna get that Gwyneth Paltrow uh show. I know, <laughs>
1: it's upsetting. And I mean I guess it could just be upsetting to look at Donald Trump for that amount of time. But I just love good news. I love hearing that there are consequences for this person's actions. He's done so many things that he should have been indicted for. And the fact... And those are still out. Those, are, those are still open. could still happen. It could it's, still happen. It still could happen. But if it's Stormy Daniels, that takes him down. The
0: fact that it's this it just makes it all the more embarrassing and ridiculous and just absurd. And it's like, how insane have these last seven years been? Seven it's plus, like, because we're going through the 2015 announcement. So that's like... Like, embarrassing, insane, ridiculous. I cannot wait to never have to say his name ever (laughs) again.
1: It's like the last thing we'll say is like, he's behind bars. I can't wait for that. If that were to happen, I'd be thrilled. But yes, you think about it because I always, I often think about, oh, wow, 2020 was such a moment, like COVID of it all. But it's like the Americans were already within a fucking disease. (laughs) We were living with a disease in the White House. And the fact that he's finally getting his comeuppance fills me with joy and glee and like lets me believe in hope again. Oh, <laughs> Let's God. me think that there's some righteousness in the world. The justice system isn't completely broken. Cause I lock them up.
0: Thank you. Thank you, fun. Justice System. Truly. <laughs> thank and this you. is
1: And it's not every day that I say that. I mean, hey. <laughs> not every day I say that. But speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, she has won her ski credit trial. Talk about justice being served. So apparently after eight days of testimony in Park City, Utah, the Oscar-winning actress and wellness mogul was found not liable in retired optometrist Dr. Terry Sanderson's lawsuit claiming that she slammed into him at Deer Valley Resort in 2016, so long ago, and caused him uh, ongoing health issues. Paltrow countersued for symbolic $1. Time. And my favorite thing is definitely as she's leaving that courtroom, (laughs) leaning over into his ear and saying, I wish you well.
0: what an angel what an angel wishing him well after he just wasted her goddamn
1: time uh, the thing is wasted her time and also like semi ruined not ruined his life but like this is all you're gonna be remembered for sir like you are now a meme that's in connection with Gwyneth Paltrow you were trying to shake this woman down it didn't happen I mean
0: but some people want that some people want the meme-ness he
1: He has come out and said if I could do it all over again I wouldn't this is gonna live on the Uh... internet forever so I mean but you were the one who tried to scam your way into $300,000 and if you'd like a longer deep dive into the Gwyneth Paltrow Trial. Our great friend Janie and I recorded a bonus podcast for Patreon that's up now. We deep dive into that trial. We deep dive into Succession, Vanderpump Rules News. It's just fun and I'm trying to do more patron-only content and that podcast, I'm hoping, we put up a lot more of them. It's just like fun.
0: It's just like, ah, it's just fun to like sit and talk with your friend and then when people listen, it's like extra fun.
1: Exactly. That's why you gotta become a patron.
0: People gotta hear our stupid opinions about things. Hello?
1: And And I felt like it was important to have someone who had such knowledge of Gwyneth Paltrow's trial Yes, because maybe I'm not paying attention. We weren't to paying that. enough attention to the really, like, I was like,
0: I was like C minus paying attention to that,
1: and that's because I was too excited about the news that after the day after her anniversary, Happy Anniversary, Mariah Carey, uh, it is announced that headlining L.A. Pride this year on Friday it's Megan Thee Stallion, which is like you better work. Oh, I know. Fucking Pride, like great, incredible, like a woman at the top of her game, like what a gigantic artist. I feel like it does not happen every day that a Megan the Stallion or someone of her caliber is headlining a an LA Pride. But then Saturday is also announced And Miss Mariah Carey is headlining Pride for L.A. And it's like, have I been here a decade? Yes. Have I gone to a Pride before? No. Do I have my ticket? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm all of a sudden very proud to be gay. (laughs) Oh,
0: girl, get your your speedo and your nipple tassels ready. I'm
1: going to look very slutty. And I'm going to be there listening to Mariah perform, hopefully, all the dance remixes of her biggest
0: hits. You're going to show all of your skin. And guess what? So is Mariah.
1: (laughs) As she should. Yes. She's looking great. I just – I am so excited. I can't wait to hear what the set list is going to be or just to experience the set list. And I'm so excited for so many L.A. friends of mine who've reached out and been like, wow, I can't believe Mariah is performing for $70 and I get to go. I know. I, how does amazing. like a
0: Pride concert work? Like, Is it outside, I'm assuming? It is outside. It's okay. at a park. Okay, it's at a park. Are they going to have lounge chairs for the people to lay on? I as, mean... As, because she'll be laying.
1: She's <laughs> certainly going to be laying. Um, I don't. I feel like she'll be laying down the general admission, which is the $70 ticket that I received. I think we'll be standing up. Okay. <laughs> I think we'll be in close contact with one another. But I do think there is a VIP section for like $200 or $300 that you know will be available. We'll have seats for people. But I will be there. And I can't wait. To, the thing is, I've seen Mariah in so many different capacities at this point I was at the mm-hmm. Rainbow Tour Emancipation of Mimi Tour I started performing Touch My Body and I met Chick in front of Elsie and uh, you know whoever from the hills and you, and
0: you got to talk to her I did. and you shirked away from a hug
1: <laughs> I did shirk away from a hug that was embarrassing but it happened I've seen her in Vegas for the, uh, the Butterfly Returns for Number One to Infinity and for her Christmas show and now I'm gonna see her at Pride and I feel like Between the Christmas show and all of her other – the number one show, her regular concerts, and the Pride performance, I think it's going to be so – different as far as like set list and performance. I, oh, I'm,
0: she's going to be performing the deep cuts. Baby Slipping Away is going to be on th- that don't, set don't list. Don't get
1: me that excited. I don't <laughs> know if Slipping Away will be, but I would love to hear like a fantasy deaf club mix. Like she feels like she knows the gays want to dance. Yeah. So she's keeping up tempo. I think we're going to get some David Morales remixes. She did a lot of resung vocal remix work with him from the 90s and 2000s. I, I just, I am on the edge of my seat. And the fact that I'm living in a year in which I will be seeing Mariah Carey and Beyonce live. Ooh. It's like I've done something right.
0: God, (laughs) your 2023 is blowing mine out of the water. (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, hey, there's are still tickets to Pride. If you want to go, Matt Bridges will be there. I'm not going all that. <laughs> I'm not going
0: all that, guys. I am I am tired, and I'm probably working, so.
1: Well, speaking of performances from Divas, Kelly Clarkson has announced her Vegas residency. She'll be promoting her album, Chemistry, which will be coming out soon. <laughs> and uh, from July 28th through August 19th, she will be in Vegas doing 10 shows exclusively this summer. Obviously, she has a very tight schedule because she hosts a daytime talk show, so I don't know the next time she'll be able to go on like a full-fledged tour, but she gets her summers off, and she'll be able to perform for all the people. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I just feel like she's gearing up to perform these new songs. I can't wait to hear them. And I feel like when we said in that video we put out that her new singles were supposedly coming out on April 14th, I didn't know that wasn't news people new I yeah, mean so
0: many like Kelly fans uh, went into our video and we're just like we didn't know she was releasing a new song in April and, and to that like, I
1: say you need to be on pop music boards dolls I've seen the single cover <laughs> yeah like where like where have you been girl yes. like, I,
0: I, I'm not even on the boards and I, I mean I talk, talk to you <laughs> I'm I, the board
1: I'm on you. the discord
0: discord and yes. everything and everyone talks about it but like it's like girls get with it like what are the Kelly the
1: Clark stands is that what they're called I don't if they're not they should be that's very good
0: Clark stands you need to get it together <laughs> The piece by pieces the piece by piece. the pieces <laughs> the They're just pieces. called the pieces
1: um. Well, oh. I hate, I know. Oh, another follow-up from last week, because we talked about Kelly last week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow up this week to talk about the fact that Jonathan Majors was charged with multiple counts of assault uh, by the New York District's attorney after arrests. So, there was talk last week, that by the time we were recording, that like maybe the victim, supposed alleged victim, had recanted. And whether or not that's true, charges were actually filed.
0: The lawyer was like, there is proof that I'm going to show you.
1: Mm. Then he
0: showed the quote unquote proof. That is, yes. So which is the most embarrassing it's thing. Da-
1: the fact that Jonathan Major's lawyer, who supposedly was also Jen Shaw's lawyer, which makes me think like, dude, you're going to fucking jail. Thought releasing these texts would be helpful for him uh, is beyond me. He says, did you leave the keys? Then goodbye blank. She says, please let me know uh, you're okay when you get this. And also, trigger warning, again, for sexual assault victims. I'm I'm assuming you said, did you leave the keys before this incident happened? I don't know that. Oh, I would think so. Because that... I I don't know. today? Oh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Again... The the text that we're reading, uh, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did and I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital.
0: It's just like... just the line, I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. That's literally a text message saying you did this and then taking the blame
1: for it. It's just what these text messages were supposed to prove. They most certainly did not. This is a domestic abuse victim. And I just don't understand the thinking behind releasing these text messages because he still had a a groundswell of support before these text messages were out. Maybe they were, you know, misinformed people, Or, but it's like, it's better to be misinformed to be informed of this. It's like, oh, well then, you, I can't back you because up because it now. just proves that he
0: he did this yes. thing. Like when the lawyer said, "Oh, there is proof that like he is innocent and that she is recanting and everything." I was just like, you know what? I'm going in with an open mind. Like I'll see what my he, mind was pretty. I, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'll see what he has to show and everything. I figured it would be something that was at least a little better than that. It's like so that bad. is that is just so awful. And and just reading that line, I gasped. It was early morning. It was and I gasped pain. in my bed. Like I I. Oh, my God. Like, what is... A, like, you're a lawyer. You're right. a lawyer. You must have some semblance of a brain. I just... Like, I don't get... Like, where is Elle Woods when you need her I to mean, be your attorney?
1: she... I don't think she'd take this case, babe. Oh, I no, think Elle would be on the other side of things. I just, She would at least
0: be able to provide something that was better than that. Right. I don't know. I,
1: it's just so disgusting and disappointing. And, of course, this is still all alleged he, you know, will be tried in a court of law. But this text, to me felt pretty damning I don't have a lot of doubt in my mind oh, as to no. what happened and what I think happened and you know I, we, I, we've seen I mean if this turns out to be true which you know the text point you to it's mm-hmm. like well well then we've seen the last we're gonna see of him, I think, for a while.
0: Yeah, well, also because like, even if she, you know, did recant, and she doesn't want to uh, press charges or anything, right? We still know that it happened right. now, so like, the public opinion knows that exactly. this thing happened. So, exactly. and you know, as far as Jonathan goes, like, whatever help he needs, I hope he gets. Sure, but that's it. That was rough reading that. that very, very, it was rough. really
1: yeah upsetting stuff, and um, it's uh, it's just always disappointing because it's like so rarely that we the public or we the two of us rally behind a man and like want him to do really well and are excited about because it. it's like uh, and I, I was rooting for that guy and it's just like oof, proof that it's just it's much easier and less uh, trepidatious to stand a woman. like there, he, It's just <laughs> never like this isn't happening when you stand Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying?
0: How like is that the quickest fall from grace that we've seen in a, a famous from a famous person? because Because he, he got famous so quickly right. and then
1: and now it's all it's just all gone. gone. Like It is in a matter of two months. Yeah, he really, really fumbled it. It's just, just sad. Um, The White Lotus season three is going to be set in Thailand. I think that's great. And we knew, uh, I think Mike White had already said that he'd planned to take the show to Asia next and Mm -hmm. have it be dealing with spirituality and life and death. And um, I'm excited to see what happens with it. But I just, you know, I think it's good that we have been that we have a location confirmed and locked down. I hope that means that we are getting ready to shoot and that we release it sometime soon soonish.
0: Okay, well I I the thing is like there's a lot of money behind season 3 so yes. I imagine they're able to get stuff done quickly. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I think that's a wonderful location. Yeah. Like Thailand is gorgeous and just like the the aesthetic just like the 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 outfits, the wardrobe, right. the decorations of, of Thailand. It's so opulent and gorgeous. So I think that's perfect for something like White Lotus. I would love some like King and I references oh, thrown in there. Okay. Maybe an, an entire cast uh uh rendition of getting to know you.
1: Well, Okay, <laughs> the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip this season that's airing right now is in Thailand.
0: Everyone's going to Thailand. They're, they're
1: in Th- I mean, Thailand's the place to be, I guess. All right, cool. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for The King and I, and I'm excited for uh, Housewives. <laughs> you excited for King and I? Well, I mean, I'm not going to see it, but I'm excited for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, but speaking of theater, apparently Sweeney Todd is great. Oh. Cool. And Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford are starring, and they're getting great reviews in the... Uh, it, when did it open? March 26th uh, yeah. is its opening night. Um, some criticisms here and there, but apparently they're very good. You're And you've been in Sweeney Todd, I've yes? been in Sweeney Todd I've twice. Seen, I've seen, were you the same character both times? No. The
0: first time I was in a student production in college and mm-hmm. I was in the ensemble. Okay. Um, and the second time I was in a production in North Hollywood and I was Tobias.
1: Oh. And I got a,
0: a L.A. Stage Raw nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Yes. We love play. that.
1: A nominated actor. I am a
0: nominated actor. That's true. Got some other nomination too. Oh. I think a Broadway World nomination or something. I love that. Where like people could go online and vote. Like something. Did yeah. you post a lot about it? Uh I Sounds think cool. I did. All right. I mean, it was like twenty sixteen. Right. So that was so long ago, guys. Hey.
1: It's like when I got nominated for that Queer queerty, but I was up against like tricky Mat- Trixie Mattel. I and know. It's like,
0: guys, <laughs> yeah, and I was I was up against like people in like shows at like the Geffen and the Amundsen and like tours that came right. in f- at like, the Pantages. And it's like I'm not beating these people. Exactly.
1: Like, how is this gonna work? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but apparently also the parade cast recording, the new mm-hmm. Ben Platt recording, is on streaming these days. Uh have you heard it yet?
0: I did. I listened to it. It's great. It's great. Parade's great. Ben Platt's great. Oh, Marcella Diamond. Or Michaela Diamond. Mm. X. Really? Um, Yes. Okay, maybe I'll need to give it a listen. I mean, Parade's a classic score.
1: I have very, I have, it has very high highs.
0: It was the only uh, uh, musical theater album that made it onto the Discord discussion. That's true. Of uh, an album that all of them, everyone liked. That no one noped. Yeah. I wish there were a few more.
1: I was hoping for Legally Blonde. And I was hoping for last five years and yeah. next to
0: normal. Unfortunately, people noped them. You did
1: you noped know next to normal? Oh, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because you know like I'm next saying. to normal is great. And I love next to normal, but I
0: don't think it's, 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 it's the one that should represent the Kathy. I think I it could think. represent.
1: All I, of us. I don't think so. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has confirmed that his 10th movie is also going to be his last. He wants to do books, TV series plays, but on the cinema, I will throw in the towel. How do you feel about
0: that? I, it plays girl. I want to see a Quentin Tarantino musical. That would be oh. batshit crazy.
1: But like, do you care that he's not going to do any more films after this next one?
0: I mean, it's kind of sad. You know, I like his movies Sounds a lot. Like no, no but, but like, you know, if that's what he wants to do. It's fine. As, as the good thing is he's still like going to be creating stuff. So I'm interested to see what he has to to say in different mediums. Mm. And I think the the concept is interesting. It's, it's called the film critic and uh, it takes place in the 70s, I okay. believe. And people thought it was about this one film critic from the 70s. Uh, this one woman critic. I forget her Colleen name. Colleen Kale? Yes. yes. And, uh, but he has confirmed that it's not about her. Mm. Um, so I'm curious to see what goes down. I hope it's big and bloody and messy and Quentin
1: Tarantino-y. Right. Uh, and speaking of films, apparently the Dungeons and Dragons movie is a pretty good and b doing great at the box office. Didn't oh, yeah. see either of those coming. Oh, why not? I don't know. It's just like I don't when I think Dungeons and Dragons movie, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a flop. But hey, they're making Mario, and apparently that's good, and I'm excited to see that. Is Dungeons and Dragons like a? Franchised game? I don't know. What or is, is it
0: just kind of like a game in the ether that some people made up and like it's kind of just been passed down from generation to generation? They or whatever must
1: release different versions of the Dungeon and Dragon, like okay. card decks and things. Like it's still currently out there and happening. I'm, I'm when I was on that gay kickball team, there was like an, a part of the team and an offshoot that were like, we do D and D every Sunday. Do you want oh, yeah. come? And I was like. No. (laughs) (laughs) And you love a game. I love a game, but I don't love a fantasy in general. Like, I'm not like a Game of Thrones or that kind of viewer. And so I think a card game with fantasy elements would be a lot for me.
0: Is it a card game or is it like different? Like, I'm so confused as to how Dungeons and Dragons works because I'm at first like I was explaining that it's like a a fantasy game that's like interactive. Yeah. And and I'm imagining there was a game when I was but a mere child called Tales of the Crystals. Oh. And it was a game for girls, but also little, little
1: (laughs) Little boys could play as well.
0: And I would make like, I would have like guy friends come over and I'd be like, boys, we're going to play Tales from the Crystals, get ready. And like, they had fun. And it was basically like, uh, you had to decorate your whole house. Like each room was a certain thing and you would pop in a cassette tape and it Mm. would be like, go to this room and do this challenge and then come back and do all this. It was like an interactive game. And so I always figured that's what, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons kind of was right. but now like seeing like cards I don't know I think what there is are this?
1: cards involved there are D&D sets with a bunch of books et cetera, is what I'm seeing in the chat so we'll look it up but whatever it is, it's a movie that people seem to like.
0: Guys, we're not looking it
1: <laughs> We might. You <laughs> never know. You
0: can look it up and I tell me about it, up. and it'll go in one ear, out the other. I hope everyone has fun and stays safe.
1: I hope everyone has fun and stays safe yes. as well. Taraji P. Henson is joining uh, Abbott Elementary in a major guest star role. All right. I'm so excited. I think Taraji is so amazing, and Abbott is obviously lovely, so I can't wait to see them together. Lastly, I just need to talk about, just for a moment, I won't go into detail for too long, because Matt still doesn't watch this, and this will be spoilerful so if you are watching RuPaul's Drag Race and have not caught up please skip this section I just need to say out loud that the top four and thank goodness it was a top four because last week they were down to four people and there was talk of maybe getting rid of one of them Mm -hmm. but the top four uh, queens are Sasha Colby Anitra Mistress Isabel Brooks and Lux Noir London they are so excellent, and all bring something to the table. And I'm so excited for the finale in two weeks. It'll be the same day as the Kelly Clarkson singles come out. The Drag Race finale will be uh, airing, and I can't wait to see what happens. I just love them all for different reasons. I feel like it would take a miracle for Sasha Colby to not win. Like she's the one that walked in being like, uh, you know, very known, very known in the drag world, and like had people. Like, in love with her already on the cast. Like, they basically were like, oh, this is a Sasha Colby meet and greet season. Oh, but damn. But she keeps killing it mm-hmm. in everything. Like, last week they had to do like a scream esque, like outer space music video, and she was, she looked like Barbarella meets Pamela Anderson. And it was just like, fuck, you're good. Like, and she picks up choreography like that. And even my girl Anisha, who I still want to win because I love her, she's not a choreography person. So that <laughs> it was harder for her, but she's great at like voguing. Ad lib voguing, like okay. she's unbelievable. But when she has to learn choreo, I'm like, oh, that's how I would be with choreo. I'm um, awful.
0: That's what my dance teachers would say in my, uh, like, what's it called? Like, grading. Like, we would get like a paragraph about like what we needed to work on everything. They would yes. just be like, they would just be like, your pickup could be better. <laughs> but when once you get it, you are such a performer. But like, your pickup could be better. And that my- is why I don't go on dance auditions, I guys. Think-
1: uh, both of our pickups could be better. Both of our pickups could
0: be better. <laughs> Something to work
1: on yeah for the rest of the year. Picking up choreo. Picking but. up
0: choreo. Oh, God, I haven't danced in forever. Ooh, my feet hurt just thinking about yeah, it. I was going to say,
1: you've had like foot surgery. I yes. think this is painful.
0: Well, you, well you have to go through pain. What do you think dancers do? They're in pain 24 7. Their mean, bodies get crumbled to bits. <laughs> But they do it because it's what they did for Love Baby, as Diana Morales told us.
1: I mean, I heard a rumor about
0: that. In a chorus line.
1: So, yes, I feel like being a dancer is tough. But long story short, the Drag Race Top Four is excellent. I feel like people were talking shit about the season early on, but we really round up with the right contestants at the end. Wait, so it's like it's
0: coming out the same day as Kelly Clarkson's song in like two weeks. So it's going to be like two weeks of no...
1: Next week is like a reunion app, I think. Okay, so all that's cute. the queens are gonna come back and talk.
0: I personally don't know how I feel about there being a top four. I it, feel like that's a lot of people to have at the finale, but like, I also am not watching the show, so like, my heart is not invested in right. this. But it's like how Survivor, some seasons, there's a top three, and I'm like, no, fuck this. It should be a top two.
1: Apparently, in recent seasons of Drag Race, it has been a top four. I'm sure earlier seasons, it was a top three, but I also love that they kind of do an interesting, like they do all of their finale live in front of an audience, and they film all four of the queens Winning and then what yeah. airs is how they find out That's who won. Weird, it's weird. That but That is it's so brilliant. weird. It's the only way that you're not going to spoil the show.
0: Sure. Oh, because yeah, drag queens, queens talk,
1: and all that audience would talk
0: too. Oh, of course. Oh, gays, they <laughs> blab. Guys, they I don't know. ever tell a gay a secret. No, we'll because tell somebody. We'll tell
1: everybody. Yeah, I've already told all your secrets. Sorry. And... But then, but
0: like a top four, it's like how do you how do you know who comes in fourth or third?
1: That I wonder about too. Maybe they're all runner ups. I'm fine with literally all of them being runner ups until I assume Sasha Colby. But if a Nitro were Squeak out or win, I would love that too. Okay. All right. Uh, Is there any other news for idiots you want to share?
0: I don't think so, guys. All right.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more 2D Mats, the podcast.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Hello. Hi. Guys, we're back. That's true. And this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at 2 at gmail.com. Two is spelled T-W-O. It is. And we got quite a few emails this week. Uh, we oh. got we got one as or right before we started podcasting. <laughs> so we'll save that one for later, especially because okay. that's a Drag Race question. And right. We, we already talked about Drag We race. Do. We'll talk about that next week. Yes. But... We got a comment in one of our videos that's meant to be email my heart from Ty. Ty says... Matt Steele, you mentioned that you liked Chris from Survivor Van a few weeks ago. Mm. A little tea for you. Did you know that Jeff Probst had a crush on Julie during that season and ended up dating her afterwards? If you watched closely, Jeff was very salty towards Chris for turning against her, and he didn't really hide his feelings. So my question is, are there any reality TV hosts or judges, i.e. Andy Cohen, RuPaul, Julie mm. Chen, Tyra Banks, etc., that you feel interfere too much or display their biases towards certain contestants or Cast members? If so, tell us thank you very much. I absolutely knew that Jeff dated Julie from that season. I could absolutely tell Jeff. Jeff Probst shows his biases way (laughs) too much on Survivor. And I realize I am only 18 seasons in. That's a lot of seasons. But every single like Re- reunion, mm. he seems to like have a dig at someone like there. My favorite season that I watched was Gabon. And apparently mm. Jeff Probst hates that season so much. And he almost quit because of it. Because Wait, he, why? Because he didn't like the gameplay and all oh. that stuff because it was really messy and the people were really messy. And shocker. That's why I loved it. <laughs> and so there was one character who came in second uh, she, her name was Susie, and Susie right. was an icon. And her vote in the middle of the season is what shifted the entire game wow. to, for like her and the underdogs and mm. everything. Like it was her singular vote that happened in the middle of the season, and she came in second. She mm. got three votes to fo- to Bob's four, and. And Jeff, like, said to Susie at the re- reunion, he was just like, yeah, I was honestly shocked that I saw your name so much in terms of getting votes. Oh my God, and it's, like, it's like, Jeff, please, like, be happy for the woman. Right. She played a great game. She just won $100,000 or whatever for coming in second. Like, and he he's apparently very vocal about seasons that he likes and doesn't like. Mm. And his taste sometimes is very questionable. <laughs> I just have to say that.
1: Yeah, I feel like a job of a host needs to be. I realize you're supposed to be asking the tough questions. So if someone has a bad season, like, uh, of course, ask the follow up questions. Or, like, when, you know, Aaron leaves the Big Brother house, ask her why she's a racist. Like, I get it. Absolutely, you must do that. But I think Andy Cohen has this problem too. It is so very clear to me when he has housewives on, especially on Watch What Happens Live, like the way he talks to them and the way his body language is. It's like, oh, you hate Robert Dixon like he was he was just like I mean you did all this stuff you backed up Giselle and then you put all this shit behind the paywall which by the way things I have said and agree with but like you need to be a little bit more above the fray and like Mm -hmm. there are people that push him to scream or like being like he just was hosting the Miami reunion and Larsa Pippen again was being insane and was like Uh, this anesthesiologist, you need to get a real job. Like, that's not even a real job. You just put people to sleep. And what she does, which again, no judgment, we don't judge sex workers, but it's like, you are an OnlyFans foot model. This doctor is as much of a job haver as you are. Like, what's the issue here? But he was just like, what you said was an asshole thing to say. And it's like, (laughs) Auntie. Pull yeah. cool your fucking jets like you can't really be screaming at these people especially because he's their boss like I don't know exactly I don't think of the contestants on Big Brother and um, Survivor as working for Jeff or Julie well
0: Jeff is now like the showrunner and like executive oh. producer I think he disliked Gabon so much and the only way they could get him to stay was to make him like one of the executive producers oh. and as time has gone on he ha- he literally like it is his show I think I think, I think that. that's how it works and everything well then yeah um, you gotta be less and you know More what? That is why I have to say I will always love Julie Chen because she is so cold and like it seems like she's so journalistic in her like big brother hosting. Mm. There are some times where, especially recently, where she, you know, she'll talk about like interesting, like personal things like, like Jesus and stuff like that where mm. she like throws that and it's like, Ju- Julie, where are we going with this? But it, it in like the earlier seasons, she was very journalistic about everything, which is why the way she dealt with the Aaron stuff, the mm. racism stuff in uh Big Brother 15 was so exciting because like you would think like, oh, Julie's like not gonna dive delve into it and everything. But she did and she just said, We have a lot to talk about. Here are the things you said and da 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 what do you have to say about that? Like she wow. was still, even though it was a very like personal like subject, an emotional subject, she still like had that cold, not cold, but like that journalistic uh, uh, point of view towards it and everything, which works so well for Big Brother. I think cold Um, was right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't want to describe her as like cold, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, and so, so yeah. But I mean, I feel like the, the queen of taking, of being a host and taking things a step too far is Ms. Banks.
1: (laughs) Ms. Banks? Oh, Tyra. I I mean,
0: just the queen of it, where like, like, The, the stuff she Wild. would do on America's next. And the thing is we would watch it and be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> look
1: at that. <laughs> this is reality. Tea. This is the modeling industry, baby. That show is a show that when you rewatch, it, you're like, Oh my, oh my God. God. And that's
0: why it's so rewatchable. You can binge the earliest of seasons and be like this, this holds up in the weirdest of ways.
1: Especially when she like makes them change their looks so, so drastically, like increasing the amount of like space in between their teeth and like shaving off eyebrows and hair. It's like, is this has to be an HR violation. You can't be doing this to these girls. Well, the thing with Top Model is that
0: I will not like give it credit for, but (laughs) it's like, okay, a lot of the stuff that was done on the show was very gross. Like, their challenges sometimes were very gross. Like, we're going to paint you different colors and have you look like different ethnicities and everything. Mm. And it was, like, very gross and, like, doesn't not hold up, Mm. obviously. But in a way, she, she wasn't saying, like, Creating a show saying like, this is what I want the modeling industry to be. She was saying, this is how fucking disgusting it is. This is the ridiculous shit that these dumbasses who are running it are going to be doing to you. So like, let's see if you can hack it. Like it, so that aspect is kind of like, okay. I guess you are preparing these girls for horrible things that they will experience. <laughs> but n- now, if the show was produced, it would be like, we want to change yes, the modeling
1: industry. It
0: would be today. very different. Um, yeah, th- I think that's a very fun question. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, next question comes to us from Braden. Braden says, Hey, Queens, I hope all is well, of course. So, I got a new job in January.
1: Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. But I was living, I was a living because we have this app that updates throughout the day and adds up. Your wage and credit tips Mm. So For that first two weeks I thought I was big balling Well I got my check To find my tips Not in the check to get the response you paid more than a ser- you get paid more than a server so we keep the tips thing is i am not a server we don't have any i also found out that two of the 18 year old salaried managers are living with the owner rent free mm. and he also leased them nice ass cars i work morning shift and we are always getting treated like shit the owner is a gaslighter about the most minuscule things it takes out my energy every day our paychecks are also always late no. and-, and multiple people call a day for money that the owners owe them we also had the health department at the store no lie 15 times since I started because we couldn't pass due to his night shift lover boys not cleaning anything we will literally leave chicken in the fried basket overnight no trash not getting taken out dishes not done silverware not done I'm trying to leave ASAP but how do I get off food and retail I dropped out of college and don't know what to do I don't want to be trapped in food service for the rest of my life I also want to Expose these bitches once I leave. How do I go about that without them pursuing legal action? That includes my novel. Here's and then send a screen, screenshot of like some of the the reviews that the restaurant has gotten. Whoa. I mean, you, I know in the state of California, I had to look it up. Yeah. Labor Code Section Five Three One prohibits employers and their agents from sharing in or keeping any portion of the gratuity left. For or given to one or more employees by a patron. Elle Woods. I would. I am. I hey baby. <laughs> Here she is. Here she is. I don't know what state you live in, uh, uh, Brayden? and, and Brandon and So I, I don't know if it changes by state. So I would definitely check that law out.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: after you leave, which I hope is soon, you can absolutely turn these people because if they're doing something illegal, right. and they have. just how unprofessional just having like young 18 year olds who I assume are like good looking and everything living with the manager that is so wildly inappropriate so yeah check out that law see if that law applies to your state as well I mean the thing is Brayden like you are obviously a very competent human yes, being and yes. everything. So I trust that you will be able to find a job. And I, I can understand like wanting to find a new job first before you leave this job. Absolutely. Um, but baby, apply, apply, apply yeah. and leave that horrible place as soon as you can. You can also, the thing is like, I don't think you would be receiving uh, legal action against you if you are just saying things that are True. Like if, if you if you reach out to I don't know who you'd reach out to the Better Business right, Bureau or is exactly. that something that's
1: just for customers I don't know what
0: uh, like an employee would reach out to right. um, but okay. something like that has to exist. We're
1: seeing the Labor Commissioner in the chat, so I don't know if that's correct. If that's who you should be going to, the Labor, Labor Commissioner.
0: Labor Commissioner. But
1: that's an idea. I agree. I agree with everything Matt Steele says. I think you have to get out as soon as possible. I, of course, would similarly love to have a job lined up before I was leaving a position. Mm -hmm. And as far as getting a job outside of the food service industry... I we I don't know. I have been in situations where I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, leaving X position and want to find something in a different realm. I was on LinkedIn. I don't know if Craigslist has jobs anymore, but when I was like very young, I would look for jobs there.
0: I don't think as much anymore. Yeah,
1: maybe not anymore. But LinkedIn people are all there. Oh, indeed. I'm
0: all over indeed.
1: And there's always going to be an entry-level position that is looking for a young person who doesn't have an entire family to support and looking to learn a new skill. You know what I mean? Like, it would make sense for you to decide what kind of uh, job you'd want to have in the future or, like, what industry you want to work in and find the entry-level jobs that are available there or – and, and and just apply and it's going to take a long time i feel like now is not a good time for people looking for jobs so just apply 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 and if you can get in, interviews in front of the right people even if that exact thing doesn't turn into a job it could turn into a networking opportunity or when a job opens up they'll keep you in mind i think getting on indeed and linkedin is a great place to start
0: well and the thing is like even if you're you, if you have a hard time finding like a a job that's not in the food service industry like i would still apply to other food service industry jobs like just for the time being right. so you can immediately like go to another restaurant as soon as you possibly can. And I honestly think like when, cause I'm sure they'll ask you, why do you want to leave your current position at the yeah. place where you're at now? You can tell them these are the things they do and that will make you it'll prove that you are knowledgeable about the things that should be done. So yes. if I was an employer anywhere, honestly, but especially at a, a restaurant uh, type place, yeah. I would be very impressed. I'd be like, okay, he pays attention to these details and he knows right. like you shouldn't do this. You got to <laughs> bare minimum, take out the trash. <laughs> like you, like you got to do this like this. Right. Is, and this is someone who um, really is eager to provide the best quality work that they can. Mm. So I think, I think just the fact that you are aware of all this is a very big plus for you. Absolutely. So yeah, I think you'll be good. Do not. You will be good. You know what you need to do.
1: Yes. And you're going to do it. Yeah. We believe in you. Absolutely. Do you want to do one more or yeah, do you want to. The yeah.
0: next one is is a quite short. All right. Let's do it. It's a it quickie. Is, it's from Grace. Hey, Grace. All right. Simple question. If you had to go on either Survivor or The Amazing Race, either separately or as a duo, which one would you choose and how do you think you would do?
1: I would probably be bad at both. I would never go on Survivor. I think we could go on Big uh, Amazing Race. I think we'd make great television. Oh,
0: iconic television! Would we win? This girl d- refuses to run in normal in non-workout clothes. Yes,
1: yeah. so maybe I would just have to wear workout clothes wherever we were because I just couldn't. If I was wearing like a button-down and like khakis, I I don't running. think they
0: do. You see them in backpacks and like
1: all that. That's stuff. fine. I mean, yes, I think I don't think I'd be good at the Amazing Race. I think we'd be great TV, and I would maybe do that, and I would truly never, ever, ever, ever do Survivor. But I think we'd be better together on Big Brother than either of these shows. Oh,
0: sure. I, um, I, every, whenever I watch the new season of Survivor, I'm like, I would love to do Survivor and everything, but then I remember that you have to get in natural bodies of water. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, ah, I don't it's know. You, yo. I don't know about it. But like for a million dollars and, for television, and I, for television, I would do it. Like I I often surprise myself, like the things I do when like my adrenaline is pumping and everything. Mm. Like So I, I think it'd be fun to like surprise myself with what I can accomplish mm. as far as that goes. And I think I would do better on Survivor just because there's the social aspect of it and I feel right. like I'm better at like a social aspect than like a physical mm-hmm. aspect which Amazing Race would very much be I mean Amazing Race there's lots of, you have to like solve like puzzles and stuff it's not just like running around right. and everything Right. Um the thing with Survivor though is it's such a slow burn not as much of a slow burn as Big Brother but like It's a, such a slow burn. So I feel like my like mental, I'd be worried about like my mental state, I would, I would go crazy, but that could also make great TV. Whereas amazing race. I feel like it's like, go, 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 go. And so you don't have time to like have those long nights where you're sleeping being like, okay, who's trying to plot against me? Who's doing this? I feel like amazing race would be better for my mental state. (laughs) Um, but I think I would maybe do better on Survivor. Mm. But I mean, Big Brother's
1: the one for me. But yeah, I mean, Big Brother. If I had to choose between any of these, or just like a Vanderpump Rules. But
0: honestly, <laughs> the Vanderpump Rules, yes. yeah, because everyone knows that's a competition.
1: <laughs> it is. Stay on the show. But
0: <laughs> but the, those Big Brother casting directors do not want my ass. Rude. And so I maybe I'll just they apply didn't follow apply.
1: up with you a little bit after this last. Oh one? God, no! That's so rude. They
0: do not want me. So maybe I'll just apply for
1: Survivor. Girl, good luck, because <laughs> I could never. I. I Truly I, could never.
0: I wouldn't want to apply them until I've finished all of the seasons. Mm. Until I've finished my Survivor binge. Matt so, Steele. Yes. I have a
1: question for you. Yes. What's been giving you moments, darling?
0: All right, well, speaking of Survivor.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> Y'all know I'm going through all the seasons of Survivor because I want to get through them. I want to see them all. I just uh, finished um, Token Sheen, which is season 18. Okay. And it's a very good season. It's a strong season and everything. And I just want to talk about... My favorite player. Oh my god. On token gene. Who goes by the name of JT. Mm. And he is my future husband. Okay. He is already married. He got married in 2015. To a woman? Yeah. But i whatever, <laughs> I'm breaking them up. And uh so literally the second he opened his mouth, I was just like, he is one of the most adorable people I've ever seen. And I am and so rootable for. And I'm just like, he's gonna be my favorite. And all season long, I I just like. Fell in love with him more and more. Like, his personality was so charming and endearing and funny. And he was so good at everything. Mm. Like, he would slip through those mazes like a hot knife through butter. Like, he, he was just so, he had such physical prowess for such a, a little man. You know I love nothing more than a short, confident king. That is true. And so, just like watching him was just a delight There was one episode where he was, you know, they had to like catch these balls or whatever in like a lake or muddy something. Mm. And he was diving for all the balls and he did something. What did he do? That was so hot.
1: Jesus, I'm nervous.
0: (laughs) He jumped, leapt for a ball. I think he caught it. Maybe he caught it. I don't know. And then he got up, spit out a chunk of a tooth (laughs) and looked at it. And everyone was like, did you just lose your tooth? And he was like nods his head and then flicked it away into the mud. And I was like,
1: oh, I love you. <laughs> you think
0: that's hot? Oh my God. Because I love someone who can take a horrible situation and be like, I'm not phased. I'm thinking about the future
1: or they don't care about their oral health. Listen, like, oh. he's,
0: he's doing fine because he won a million dollars and played a perfect game. Not a single vote casted against him and got a unanimous vote in the end. So it was a great binge. I have to say.
1: I'm glad that was exciting for you. I feel like you aren't pitching him to me. Like, the tooth issue... I'm like, how bad were his teeth before? Are you allowed to bring yeah, toothbrush... His teeth are lovely? lovely. Are, well, are you allowed to bring... A toothbrush, toothpaste. No, there, no. You can't bring a toothbrush. I think I
0: want to say Travis, my roommate. He has watched newer seasons of Survivor, and I think he heard that they do get toothbrushes now and stuff like they that. Didn't th- no, they didn't have toothbrushes. Um, they they smelled so. They probably were so disgusting, and they're whispering in each other's faces. And every time, I'm just like, how bad does their breath smell? But the thing is, like, they're so used to each other's stenches. Uh, now that like mm. they probably don't care, they're so hungry, and so um, yeah, he, he 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 was just a, a great watch.
1: This has also made me want to be on Survivor even less. Oh. I mean, even if they get toothbrushes now, like I like mostly everything I could get over, but like tooth. Brushes,
0: <laughs> but he was just so like he's just so charming because you know he was really like working and he was like from the south and he from a farm and everything. So he you know was used to the outdoorsiness and everything. But he was had such a positive outlook on everything and was so sweet and just like a, a, a charming, endearing character. And so, I and so the fact that he did so well and just swept the entire season. And normally I'm not a fan when someone sweeps a season because mm. I'm just like oh this is boring. It's obvious that he's going to win. It became obvious like he is going to win <laughs> um, because his social strategy was. Amazing, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so but I was still just like, no, but he's such a great character that I just have to stand. I just have to stand.
1: I'm glad you like it. And, you know, as much as other people might not like it with the teeth, I'm glad you do.
0: He got the chunk of tooth back because Jeff was like, "Uh, let me I'll take that tooth and like bring you can bring it home to you. And he's just like, "Why I don't need it. And I'm just like, adorable. And there's in the reunion, Jeff like gave his tooth to his mom. He was like, "I have your son's tooth."
1: Well, you know, there's a lid for every pot. If if that's, I don't, I don't want someone to be cavalier about losing their teeth. That I don't want any sort of like engagement in them romantically. I would like to talk about something else. Well, no, but the thing is,
0: he wasn't like he didn't like beat his chest over it. He was just like, "Oh, you know what? It's okay." That's it. Got to look forward. I don't
1: hear about this anymore. (laughs) Chloe's album's not as bad as y'all say it is. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) it's not great. I would put her in the Olivia Rodrigo camp of it's more about potential. Olivia Rodrigo's songs song by song on her album are better than Chloe's. But I do still stand by "Pray It Away" being a good song. No one, literally, no one likes it but me. I love a like pop R&B song with a gospel twinge. To oh it. yeah, of course. And that is "Pray It Away" to a T, and it makes me very happy. I think "Body Do, Everyone seems to love, and I like it, but I'm kind of missing like why everyone loves it so much. It's so speed song. I miss so much of it, but it's good. I don't mind. Worried all, all good, all solid. I think "Cheat Back" is excellent. "Cheat Back" is kind of giving me. Bust It Down by Ray, where it's mm. like, oh, this is a song that's just her an acoustic guitar, but it still is sounding so fun and playful in the lyric. And I mean, it's about cheating, but it's still playful and fun and well sung. And like, I just believe in my heart of hearts, having heard this album, having heard Treat Me and For the Night. And um, have mercy that Chloe has a great album in her. It's not this. This album is, is fine and serviceable, but I still believe in her as an artist. And I think there's so much potential there. And I feel bad that people are turning against her at this time. It feels like because of the way the album rolled out, because of like people having weird reactions to like a sex scene she did in a TV show on Amazon Prime that just came out. Like I feel like Chloe just gets a lot of shit. Like people are like, oh, she's too sexy. Like you look at her covers, and she does X, Y, and Z. It's so annoying. It's it's like, like, fuck you. She's sexy. She is sexy. She's a great voice. She's an incredible artist, and an artist that like is writing her own songs and producing her own music. There are so few female producers at in at all, and especially female artist producers. Like Mm -hmm. the list is short. So I am rooting for her. I am still rooting for her. I will still keep listening to the albums she puts out. This is. A better album than people are giving it credit for, and I'm excited to see what she does next.
0: Okay. All right. So it wasn't the actual album that was giving you moments. It's your belief in her that's my giving belief you moments
1: in her and my defense of her. I feel like I I I just feel like people are just being so hateful. <laughs> I don't understand it. Like she seems like a nice girl with a lot of talent. And it makes me I just I just want good things for her.
0: All right. Well, All right. you know, I, I wish her the best. <laughs> she is incredibly talented. She I is. Like, yeah.
1: And like she also is half of Coin Hallie. Ungodly Hour is half her, guys. Like this is the same person we're dealing with. So let's not write her off because the album was not up to the standard of like a Beyonce. Like she's still, you know, getting there. Beyonce had to make Daddy... Before she made Daddy Lessons.
0: Oh okay? that's beautiful. It's true. It's and it's true. it's the truest. And that it song, true. Daddy sucks.
1: <laughs> and Daddy sucks. And Daddy
0: Lessons is one of the best songs ever. Period. He so, so I oh, would put like that on my tombstone.
1: <laughs> I just want us to give Chloe a chance to grow. Even though this album, I agree, is not the best. I just feel like there's growth to be happened. Like there's growth that's going to happen that we should all stick around for.
0: All right, I'm sticking around. I have to. It's my job because I host this podcast.
1: That's true. <laughs> it's all very true. Um, Matt Steele, is there anything else you want to tell the people before we sign off today? I the don't day? think
0: so, guys. You're all beautiful and wonderful. You
1: really are. And thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll be, be- we'll be back next week with more Two K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>